0: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash DT. Here on the line with me right now, and always an honor and a privilege to have him on the show, is Eric Cerrone. Came on when he was a part of Henniger, leading that team to tremendous success, and now with OCC in a very short amount of time, has had success there and helped to build up that program for the OCC Lasers men's basketball team. So without further ado, let's bring him back onto the broadcast. Eric, how are you doing today? I'm good. What's going on, Dan? Not too much, and, you know, just obviously keeping busy, as always. How's 2019 been treating you so far?
1: I can't complain. It's only been, what, seven, eight days here now, so uh, it's, it's been really good. We're, we're back to practice. You we know, trying to, to get, to get uh, the second semester started off the right way, so we're excited.
0: And when you look at this team and just what you can say about, you know, where this team is at right now, just what have you taken away from your time so far at OCC? I mean, you've had early success. You've been able to do some pretty amazing things with this team. Uh, There's been ebb and flow, ups and downs. There's been adversity at time. What have you taken away so far from being at OCC in general and not just this season?
1: Um, it's, it's, it's been a great experience. Uh, it's a, it's been a learning experience and that's, that's been a good thing for me. You know, after being at Henniger for so long, uh, it provided a new challenge and, uh, the new challenges have been fun. Uh, you know, the college, the college level, uh, the road, it's harder to win on the road. You know, I found that, that than it was in high school it's just because the trips are longer and it's just, there's so much more involved in our road trips um, the longer season, I think, wears the guys down, and as a coach, I think managing that's really important, and uh, you know, we're trying to do the best job of that as we can.
0: When you look at coming in in the 2016-17 season at OCC, this is your third season leading the team. What what did year one and year two teach you going into this one? Uh,
1: well, it was funny. Year one going in, I didn't really know how good we were you know, going out of the first practices, going into our first games and well, we were obviously a lot better than I thought that year. Um, it was a great year and the guys you know, meshed really well. Um, after that I think I have a little bit more feel and experience for, you know, what the league and what the region's like, um, and it's just kind of changed expectations. You just you're got a more comfort level knowing going into games and, you know, what certain teams do and um, you know how you're going to prepare. So uh, each each year is different. I mean, even when you have a lot of returning guys, you know, so much changes as guys grow and develop. That that we had a ton of guys back last season from the first year, but it was a, it was a very different year. Um, you know, you change one or two pieces, and and, and it just becomes a it's a really different year. So um, same thing with this. We have a lot of new pieces this year than we did last but luckily a couple we had a couple of guys that were red shirts uh Ian williams and isaiah um were both with us last year so even though they didn't play they had kind of an experience of the league and experience of what we're looking for so i think that's helped help the transition
0: you have a game coming up. Speaking here with Eric Cerrone, head coach of the OCC Lasers men's basketball team, against Bryant and Stratton College. Uh, Bryant and Stratton, obviously, has Dan Frasina here. They're in their first season of existence. Just what you could say about that game coming up? It's going to be at OCC. But you know, Dan being a part of of this and and a part of ushering in a new team to the area. Just what that game means to you and the situation of of that team, you know, coming into existence with Dan at the head of it.
1: Well, I'm real happy for Dan. I know he's doing a great job. Actually, Dan was a student of um, mine, great kid, and I've no, I mean, I known him since he was in ninth grade. So really happy that, um, you know, he got that job, and I'm not surprised at all that he's doing you know a great job getting up, getting up off the ground. Uh, for us, it gives us a chance to play uh, before we get into conference play. Uh, we start conference play on Saturday. <clears throat> we won the conference two years in a row. Um, and, you know, that's our big goal right now is to to repeat and defend our, our conference championship. So it's kinda hard. We've had a lot a long time off. We haven't played since December eighteenth, you know, because of the breaking semesters. So you know, you come back, it's it's tough tough getting the guys back going in practice. As much as they can work out over the over the break, you know, it's never gonna be as sharp coming back into practice when we've been battling through that the last couple of days. So this game gives us, gives us a chance to get a game under our belt and you know get back into the uniforms and back into having officials and get back into the flow of a real game, you know on Thursday, you know before the, the really important game start in conference on Saturday. So I think it gives us uh, that opportunity, and you know I'm glad that you know Dan wanted to play and that the, the date worked out and it makes sense. You know both local teams to play, so uh, we're
0: excited. And then as far as, like you said, not playing since mid-December back on December 13th, Mohawk Valley Community College, a loss 90-74 to at Allen Hall at OCC. Having that time in between, you know, almost a full month between your last game and the game that's coming up against Brian and Stratton on January 10th. Just what that you know, what that does for you as a coach, like you said, you, you know, you're practicing, but you're practicing against uh, the same color jerseys and and the same guys and whatnot. So, what challenges does it present to you that you have had pretty much a month in between your games here?
1: Like, like we said, it just becomes in that time. Uh, you also the kids had finals, um, and then you know over the holidays, obviously schools closed, and we have guys from out of the area. Uh, you know that that you know, went home. So just went, you know, bringing them back and getting trying to kind of, kind of cram a lot into a short period of time when we brought them back officially for the start of practice. We practiced, got some shooting in, you know, after that game, before the kids left while they were taking their finals, Um, you know, but we really didn't start getting back after it until, uh, until Sunday night we brought the kids out of town kids back to campus on Sunday night and had a, you know, a long, hard practice to try to get our legs back under us. So it's definitely a challenge, Um, and that was one of the adjustments I had to make coming from high school where, you know, you really only have a couple days off over the holiday break just with the, um, you know, the academic calendar at this level. You got to give the guys some time off, and and actually this year we gave them a little more time off and actually tried to give myself and, and my coaching staff a little more time off so maybe feel a little more refreshed going into this second, you know,
0: second semester. Speaking here with Eric Saroni, head coach of the OCC, OCC Lasers men's basketball team. When you look back on that, you know, because you've had so much time in between that loss from uh, Mohawk Valley Community College game, ninety to seventy-four, and and two losses of the last three games before you've had this break. What has that done? Have you seen the team? hang their heads at all or has it created more of a chip on their shoulder because that's the last taste they have in their mouth how has the team responded to the last game that they played and knowing that that's lingered a little bit longer because there's been such a break in between yeah
1: i think it's it's so long we dealt with you know the good and bad of that loss uh right afterwards you know, we met the next day and we talked about it well when, when the 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 week after when we, we, we had up a couple practices and we haven't brought it up it's over with it's in the first semester uh walks i don't know 14 and one or something ridiculous they're really really good again um and it was you know it was, it was a winnable game with three and a half minutes to go and they just stretched it out the end it was i think we had a lead late you know under 10 minutes so we were right there with them didn't, didn't get the win so uh, it wasn't an end of the world type of loss. So it's been you know, it's been almost a month. We've we've moved past it and just looking forward to you know, looking forward to Brian and Sprett and then looking forward to what we have to do to have a have a successful, you know, second semester. The way the way this conference sets up, uh, all of our games in the first semester were either non region, which actually don't count for for seeding, you know, for, for our playoffs and then the, the region games we did have are all in, against the other conference. So second semester every after the Bryan and Stratton game, every game is a conference game. Um and like I said our goal is to win the conference. So so this semester you know, we got to be playing our best basketball this semester.
0: Who are the teams that you feel like challenged you the most? I, I know there was three games that you won in this in the first semester of this season by 3 points or last Fulton Montgomery Community College 101 to 98. And you got Hudson Valley Community College by one, sixty-eight to sixty-seven. Last win coming up against uh, SUNY Adirondack, sixty-five to sixty-three. Which, which of was it one of those games? Was it another one outside of that? The, the game or games that you feel like out of your region challenge you the most or within, you know, the other region, so to speak, that you went up against, as you were just mentioning, kind of breaking down here, which one of those games or multitude of those games really you feel made the team kind of step back and say, okay, you know what, we got to work a little bit more here, a little bit, you know, this is good, this needs to change. What, what games kind of taught this team the most?
1: I think you better learn something from every game you play, whether it's a big win or, or a big loss or a post game, either way. Um, things for other teams and for your team are constantly evolving. So I would point to one single game. I think our goal is always to learn from, from every game, from every practice, and try to get just a little bit better every day. And then you'll know, be, be at our best coming down the stretch at the end of the season. Uh, Foot Montgomery game to win in triple overtime. I think they're really, really good. Um, I believe we're their only conference loss at this point, or their their only region loss at this point. Um, I think they're one of they're one of the top two or three teams in our region. Uh, so that was a great learning experience that we knew we could win. Um, and, and and same thing, Hudson Valley is one of the top teams in the region, and to go on the road and beat them by one, you know, taught us a lot. Um, we also we lost on the road to Herkimer, and we lost at home to to. Mohawk Valley, who both are one and two in the region, Um, and although we lost the games, we were we were in position to win, and I think it showed some of the things we have to work on down the stretch. So we're right now we're in fifth in the region, and we've we lost to one and two, and we've beaten three and four. So I think we're we're in a good spot, you know, heading in, and I think we've learned something from every game.
0: The Mid-State Athletic Conference, those games are coming up, like you said, right after Bryan and Stratton. Just what you could say about that gamut. I mean, Corning, Broom, Jefferson, Tompkins, Cortland, Finger Lakes, Cayuga, and so on and so forth. There's a lot of a lot of teams and a lot of games coming up here inside of the MSAC. Just what you could say about the excitement of that play inside of the conference and, and getting those games that are really the meat and potatoes of the season coming up. Yeah, we're playing –
1: with playing teams twice in conference, you know, in a short amount of time, really in about a six, seven-week time frame, um, you really get to know each other really well. And then with our conference tournament, you know, you're probably going to play somebody a third time. And then sometimes it worked out last year, we played Finger Lakes four times and it felt like two weeks because we played them two regular season in the conference semifinals and then in the regionals. And, you know, when you win, kind of like in the NBA when they're playing each other every other day in a seven game series, uh, it just gets really hard. It just gets hard because the kids and the teams and the coaches know each other so well. So um, really hard to win on the road in conference, just because like I said, the travel and just teams are better at home, just more a comfort level. So, you know, we'll have six road games and six home games and, you know, got to take care of the ones at home and you know, win as many on the road as you can. And, and we'll see where we end up at the
0: end. And before I let you go, speaking here with Eric Cerrone, OCC, Lasers men's basketball head coach, just what you could say about, you know, maybe some of those catalysts that you've had on the team so far, and then secondly, maybe some of those sparks that you had from the team, some guys that have stepped up that maybe you didn't expect early on in the season.
1: Well, Zay's been great. Zay's been um, hungry and, you know, set a school record for 52 points in the triple overtime win. Against uh, against Fulton Montgomery, uh, he was he was unconscious. Every shot he, you know, every tough shot he took, he made, and we needed every one of them. I believe he tied the game on the last possession of both regulation, the first overtime, and the second overtime uh, before we're able to win it. You know, he he's been great, and he's been playing with that kind of heart and determination all year. Not every game hasn't been as uh, unconscious as he was, you know, in that game. But um, he's been he's been excellent. We've had really good. Leadership from Chris Allen, you know, who's our, our return starter. Um, and then we've had a lot of other guys step up in different spots. Uh, Antonio Scramale out of West Hill, uh, who played you know really spot minutes for us last year, um, has really stepped up and is playing a ton of minutes and playing great in is finishing games for us. Um, so those guys, those guys, there are three captains and they've been excellent, um, and they got to continue to be excellent for us to have have the success that we
0: hope to have. Coming from Eric Cerrone. Eric, in a final piece of this, I want to have some fun. I don't think we've done this before, but there's something on the show that I've done for a while called Rapid Fire, where we get off of the sports and throw you into a situation where I could ask you any question, but you can also throw that back at me. So I want to ask you three questions that have nothing to do with basketball, but in all fairness, you get to put me on the hot seat right after that. Are you willing to play that? Yeah, sure. All right, fair enough. My first question for you, Eric, is if you could change anything about the world, you had all the power in the world, there would nothing was an option. If you could change anything right now, what's the first thing you would change?
1: That's awful deep, Dan. Like, you're, <laughs> you gotta, I'm just, I'm just a basketball coach. I mean, you're really, you're really stretching things out.
0: <laughs>
1: I think you'd have to change the way people deal with each other. You know, racism and, and sexism and all that. I think you just got to. I wish everyone dealt with each other better.
0: Fair enough. I'll give you another one here. If if anyone could play you in a movie, who would you want, what actor would you want to play you?
1: Oh, that's funny. That's another That's another good one. Um, well, I'm drawing a complete blank. We'll go with Sylvester Stallone. That'd be really funny. <laughs>
0: okay, fair enough, Sylvester Stallone. And my last question for you is, what song... Could you listen to on repeat every day without getting sick of it?
1: Nothing. <laughs> I need variety, so I would I couldn't have repeat something every day. Without to my mind.
0: All right, so no repeat songs. All right, you got three questions for me, Coach. Go ahead.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna be real simple. I'm gonna ask you the same three.
0: Okay, so what's uh, the first thing that I would change about the world? Well, it, it kind of goes off of what you said, but I would, I would definitely uh, look at this world's listening. I think, I think, you know, there's a difference between listening and waiting to talk. And I, I think that, you know, we have become a society of a me, you know, what, what do I have to say? How do I feel? What do I think? And not so much what caring about what our neighbor thinks and what they feel and, and what drives them and, and what's important to them and why are they acting that way? So, you know, I think you need to take care of yourself and I think you also need to realize that you're not the only person in this world. So that would be something so, for me to change. So who's,
1: so who's Dan who's Dan Tatora
0: in the uh in the A and E Lunchtime movie? Uh who's Dan Tatora in the in the in the movie? Oh jeez. Let's think, yeah, let's think. Hmm. I would say I don't know why. I mean, some. I don't think I look like him. Some people think I look like him. I don't know why. But I would have Jake Gyllenhaal, I think, play me. He's a good actor. So uh, we, we can have Jake Gyllenhaal. I'd take him. I, I think that he would be fair to play my life.
1: All right, there you go. All right, what's your repeat song?
0: My repeat song. More Money, More Problems by Biggie mace and Diddy. I heard it a couple days ago. I've heard this song since I was in elementary school at Our Lady of Pompeii. So I do have a song I can listen on repeat, as opposed to you, Coach. I do like variety, but that is one that I can listen to every day.
1: Well, we I got got a follow up on Biggie at Our Lady of Pompeii. What's going on over there?
0: (laughs) Listen, my I got a cool mom. So she back in the day when when you got the cassette tape single. And she got the cassette tape for me. More Money, More Problems. And me and my buddy James backseat of the car every single day, picked us up from school, that was the song that was playing, so yeah, and you know, and, and I never knew what a triple beam lyrical dream, and I was singing all these, I was I was rapping all this. And my dad sitting in the car, he goes, "You know what a triple beam is? That's drugs." And he's like going through the whole thing. So I learned a lot, I guess, that I didn't know I was learning. But well,
1: that's got to be a scene in your movie, then.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that that scene played by Jake Gyllenhaal of me rapping in the back seat and my father going, "Do you know what you're rapping about?" So it was a uh, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Well, thank you, Coach, for for obliging me to play that game a little bit here. And obviously, as you play your games coming up, we hope but nothing but success for OCC moving forward as you have the MSAC and Brian and Stratton College. And I always appreciate having a few minutes with you.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me on. And I'm sure I'll talk to you again. All
0: right. Sounds good, Coach. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah.
1: Take it easy. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break.
0: Hi, friends and fans. Home Team Pub is the place to be to cheer on your fave home team. Located at 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, HTP has you covered with an amazing drink selection. Let's not forget about the signature drinks or those kid-approved gourmet milkshakes. The happy hour specials and pub entrees will have your mouth watering. Check out the website, hometeampub.com, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more specials. At Home Team Pub, you're always the MVP. Gear up with the real deal at Sig Apparel. they're the best. Utica Pizza Company. Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton, Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton, Camillus offers you their signature sport court where you can enjoy basketball, volleyball, pickleball, soccer, lacrosse, and more year-round in their indoor facility. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton, Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Thank you so much for tuning in to this OCC Lasers special part of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Make sure to listen in to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here on Mix LR dot com backslash wake up call dt. You can also listen to the mixlr feed on the homepage of wake up call dt dot com and stay close on Facebook at wake up call dt, Twitter at call dt, and Instagram at wake up call underscore dt. God bless and thank you so much to Eric Cerrone.